Peace, everybody. Back at it again. This is Crimson with another episode of Mental Modification. Just wanted to pop in real quick. Um, something that I just got from Spirit, and I feel like a lot of people, whoever is listening to this, somebody can benefit from this uh, and help them on whatever their pa- whatever path they're on is um, the idea of unconditional love. I'm, I'm I'm going to try not to be long right now, but I'm not going to put a cap on the message as well. Um, Unconditional love. Now, of course, we conditions are. They're not rules, but they're sort of guidelines by which something must be must operate or something must be. function by right conditions are raised or conditions come up when conditions are pretty much um you could look at them as barriers in a negative sense but in a positive sense or really objective sense conditions are boundaries right and boundaries to the point to where these are these must be in place in order for a relationship to go into effect uh conditions like conditions are pretty much like your like your job requirements for example if you apply for a job they might consider qualifications or job requirements but those are the conditions you must meet or you must be able to operate under these conditions or understand these conditions in order to be fit for this job or whatever and so unconditional well we usually um in terms of relationships we consider um and i know this is a perspective uh that we especially black people especially dealing with the conversation uh in terms of black men black woman healing ourselves you know from the traumatic uh responses that we have been projecting onto each other but really not for each other it's just uh towards your oppressor towards what towards your sense of helplessness within yourself right and in this conversation normally and pretty much within gender roles in uh in general a woman um in order for her to feel secure in order her in order for her to submit in order for because a woman is receptive right um seeing the pussy is just keep it real as a whole right and that is a recept like a black hole right and you and that's the zero right and the male having a penis and erect penis and erect dick is the one right binary code dealing with computers one into the zero right but dealing with um the black hole the pussy the woman the divine feminine you're dealing with order order must be set in place because pure chaos that's why a woman and a man are complements of each other because a woman being receptive being emotional being intuitive being feeling oriented oriented in order to 
deal with this um, construct called humanity, some order has to be set in place. It does not mean that feelings are wrong. It does not mean that intuitive urges, impulses, ideas, notions are wrong. It doesn't mean that feelings are wrong. Energy and motion is how you sense. Energy and motion is how you literally feel. Energy and motion is how you literally guide yourself. If you did not feel, what the fuck would you be? How the fuck would you be able to guide yourself? You know what I'm saying? This this is even get off of humans. This is basically this is even in the quote unquote animal kingdom, right? Animals, insects, all that shit. If there's no if there's no ability to feel or there's no ability to sense, how the fuck do you know or how can you understand your environment around you, right? So there's nothing wrong with the feminine being able to feel or her having feelings. There's nothing wrong with chaos, but to bring order to that chaos means to bring conditions to that chaos, right? Not rules, not the idea of patriarchy, just to guide that chaos, guide that flow, guide that water in a direction to be to to grow, to evolve and to build upon that, to go past to go past what is to go past the current state because just think about it, water. I don't know if any of you niggas been to damn New Orleans. I don't know if you in any of you niggas is from New Orleans. I know from personal experience. The first time I went to that place, the first time I stepped out the goddamn Uber, the first thing I smelled was what? Fucking stagnant water. <laughs> that shit stinks. And uh, hey, yes, that's just me. I don't know if people get, you know, fetishized with that shit or whatever. Stagnant water smells good. Whatever. Float your boat. I don't give a damn. But the point I'm saying is water is good. The the flow the flow of water, water is has a lot of potential. But if it is not moving, especially if it is not guided in a certain direction, it becomes stagnant. And this is how you this is how this is the this is the mindset or the psychology or or the uh symbology behind overthinking, right? Because remember, water, water holds, we're going to get the conditions. Water holds memory. You've seen that in the experiment. Japanese scientists. Let's look it up. Let's look it up. I'm not going to leave y'all. Um, Trying to, y'all can go look it up, but I'm going I'm to make it. Um, Here it is. Masaru Emoto, Emoto, Masaru Emoto. This was the dude that did the water or the experiment on water, basically saying proven that water holds memory. Right. It's been known. But in terms of science, right, uh, studies, research to actually prove it and to show it, water has memory and water holds memory. Right. And so seeing seeing that memory is uh, like water. When you go through a situation, when you get triggered all of a sudden and when you keep going over and over and over in your head about the same shit. Right. You're pretty much in a stagnant pool of water. Right. Because this is how this is how some. Try to exercise control over their environment when they were out of control. Right. 
because it's natural for you, especially as a child with your imagination, for you to be in control of your reality. And the more and more you go into humanity, the more and more you get told to shut the fuck up, go sit down somewhere, stop playing so loud. I'm going to need you to be quiet right now. Go into timeout. All this damn shit that you go through childhood that it keeps dumb you, dumb you, dumbing you down into a human. All that shit puts you in a state of depending on something outside of yourself. Right. And it puts you in a state of still. Even though even though you're depending on something outside of yourself to guide you, your parents and human and shit and all of that shit, you're still you still have that natural tendency in your mind to be able to control your reality. So how do you exercise that control by anything that happens to you? Even if you didn't know through your ignorance, you don't know how to respond to it. So the best way that you go to respond to it is within your own mind. Right. But. At the same time, since you don't know how to really deal with your emotions, most people grow up with parents with with that don't know how to show them how to how to not how to not feel your emotions, but how to feel your emotions and un try to understand why you're feeling the way you do. When you go through this process ignorantly, what the fuck do you do? You seek to get back. You seek to control that situation by remembering that situation in that pool. You remember the situation perfectly. Why? Because you just went through the fucking shit. But when you were helpless, when you felt like, oh, man, I don't know how to feel. I feel angry. I feel frustrated. I feel anxious. I feel like I need to. F I feel like I want to slap the shit out of somebody instead of dealing with the situation maturely and out of intelligence. You're dealing with it out of ignorance. So when you deal with that, you're you try to exercise control of that with you go through that illusion of control by debating, arguing, going through the same argument over and over again. Oh, what could I what could I have said? Oh, what could I have gone through or what could I have said? Oh, man, oh, I man, I would have backed her into a corner with that shit. She wouldn't know what to say. She wouldn't know what to say. Huh? Oh, oh, that bitch had it coming for her. Oh, little did she. Oh, oh, she, she. Oh man, she a lucky motherfucker. Goddamn. Oh, I mean, I would have gave that nigga. I would have gave that nigga an aneurysm on on sight, nigga. I, ain't, I wouldn't even had to slap her. All this shit that you go through <laughs> in that situation gives you the illusion of control, but it deals with water, and that's how powerful memory is, right? So to bring order to that chaos or for that chaos to accept order, which what I was saying in terms of relationships, in order for that chaos to accept order, to accept to accept guidance, that 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 tool or that instrument of guidance, in this case, the man must must not only have his own set of conditions, but he must meet the conditions set by her. Right. Because the pussy is the prize. The pussy is the prize. There's so many. I done seen so many. And this is just me in my perspective. I done seen so many things say, oh, the woman should go first. The woman should pursue the man. The woman should. The woman should. Why, why can't she shoot her shot? It's the natural order of the man to prove himself. To prove himself to the woman, to prove himself to the divine feminine. There's no need for a woman to come outside of her softness, her femininity, 
into the world of stress, which you're fucking built for, man, divine masculine, in order to in order to find a man, in order to find guidance, in order to feel safe. A man must prove himself, right? And so under these conditions, a man must meet conditions. That's why a man, if he is not consistent in his nature, if he does not seek to be consistent in providing, in, in, in supporting, in, in guiding, if he does not seek this to be, not just for his woman, in himself, First, there's nothing that you can do for a woman if you can't do nothing for your goddamn self. And I know some of the women like, yes, yes, bitch, yes, teach. No, no, because there's two sides of this. But in, 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 in regards to conditions, yes, the man must meet conditions for himself before he can give conditions to a woman to bring that to her. Because if he does not bring or if he does not set requirements for himself, set th set goals for himself, set set some things for himself that he must meet for himself to better himself. He's going to bring chaos to chaos. And what does that mean? You see you see that you see that in fucking science. Bait, you didn't even need to go in the you didn't even need to go into physics. You didn't even know to need to go into any of that shit. Negative and positive ions are attracted to each other. You put two poles of different magnets, two, two different magnets, and they are the same poles. They will automatically repel. You're going to have toxicity. You're going to have arguments. You're going to have confusion. You're going to have a big ball of chaos. Just a big goddamn ocean damn lake of stagnant water. That shit stinks, don't it? Just just picture that. Visualize that shit. Put yourself in that shit. A, a pool of stagnant water. That shit stinks, to say the least. It's an understatement. But in terms of conditions, like I was saying, if man does not set these for himself... He's only going to not only bring chaos to the woman, to the feminine. He's going to try to impose them because it's natural for a man to bring change. So if he does not, if he has not become comfortable with the change in himself. Which change is chaos, meaning if he do, if he is not aligned with the feminine aspect of himself. Whether he thinks it's feminine or not, change is feminine. Because chaos is change. The only constant in the universe is change. That's why, that's why the birthing of a birthing of a new thing, quote unquote change, comes from the portal of the woman. Yes, the man brings it about. Yes, of course. That's why the woman, the woman makes the home, the man makes the house. Because it is it is her. It is her at home that he seeks after all after all the war, after all the strife, after all the goddamn stress you go through outside of the home. What makes life worthwhile is coming home to a good woman. And not just a quote unquote good woman, a woman who supports you, a woman who understands I'm doing he's doing this for me. But he's not doing this just for me. He's doing it for himself. 
The only reason why he can do it for me is because he's confident in going outside of his house and doing for his fucking self. Doing for his fucking self. He understands his environment. He understands what he must do, what he must not do. He understands his instincts. He understands his intuition. So if he meets the physical embodiment of this, which is based on his internal, what it attracts in the physical, if he understands that within himself, he's definitely not going to go against me from what I say. That's what makes a good relationship. But from what I was saying, from what I started off in terms of conditions, if a man or if the masculine or even with a woman, if even if before, because women are women do not automatically are, aren't born with a man. They have to do work on themselves as well. There's certain shit that women have to that's a woman completely feminine disregarding her masculine nature is not a woman. And this is not me trying to preach no philosophy or anything, because we are not in order for us to be compliments to each other. We can't be completely one thing. We are all composed of both sides. That's what the law, the law of the universe, law of polarity is law of gender is. It's the same spectrum, but there's two not opposing complementary sides to it. So in dealing with conditions, dealing with that, a man must meet his own conditions, set those for himself. And that's what makes him worthwhile to not try to impose it on a woman, not try to impose his judgment on a woman. That's why it's important to have a two parent home to see an example of how the polarities polarities uh, play on each other, deal with each other, how they complement each other. Right. So most niggas who grow up in a single parent household do not know how to deal with the fucking opposing sex. Why? Because you've you've been you've been. Uh, you've been. Uh, what's the word? You've been exposed to one extreme of the spectrum. So when you're not exposed to here, there, here, there, here, there. OK, this is what my daddy does. I've seen him not put my mother in place, but I've seen my mother submit to his guidance. I've seen him go get the bread. I've seen her take what he does and make this man happy, make this man want to come home, make this man not want to cheat, make this man make this relationship work to the point to where we don't we don't have to choose whether to go with him or her we don't have to choose we have both of them we are exposed to both both and both can have an input on my child mind this doesn't mean that a two-parent household will produce the perfect child because there's again like i've said there's nothing there's no such thing as perfect down here there would be no reason for you to be down here if everything was perfect but that is the basis that is the basis, man, woman, child. That's that's in spirit as well. That's a that's a goddamn good start. <laughs> that's why all of our mythologies are set. Asar and Heru. We weren't saying the. We weren't saying. All right. Well. Uh, well, Asar teaches the son, and uh, 
Yeah, I'll set. We'll, we'll get to you later. Three. Three, the number of creativity. But going back to conditions, how I started off in terms of um, unconditional love. Dealing with the feminine. Conditional love is based on how you meet the conditions right of a relationship a relationship must be built on conditions there must be a groundwork of how are we going to make this work not just like two leaves blowing in the wind hoping to hoping to damn intertwine your little stems and hopefully you know hopefully grow into a fucking tree you know what i'm saying all right well you over there well I think the wind is blowing this way. Ah, it was a storm. Uh, two days, I might see you. You know, I know I'm familiar with this forest. Are you familiar with that? I don't know. You get what I'm saying? But like with unconditional love, like what I was saying, unconditional love, most most are not familiar with that, right? Because again, conditions. And seeing that we are especially seeing that from our ancestors, which they wrote on the walls, for example, Kemet, we're, we're saying that this was going to be a fall. We're saying that there's, there's no such thing as perfect. Just saying, just by the law of the universe, empires rise, empires fall. Just by that alone should show you, this should show you that the gilded age of the black man, black woman, black child was not to last. And it is uncommon, just like what most in would understand, and I'm preaching to the choir, understand it, especially in a cult and dealing with dark magic, dealing with bringing out the light within yourself and dealing with the totality of knowledge. You know what I'm saying? Not just staying stuck in one thing. Most of us, especially like what all a lot of our master teachers, John Henry Clark, Sheikh and Tadiyah, taught, showed us, showed us how we felt, what the fall was. Even we were great even during the fall. But the fall consisted of what? Slavery. Huge trauma. So it's an understanding that trauma was necessary. And in order for you to become great, in order for melanin, which is pure chaos, venom, in order for melanin, in order for it to go beyond, in order for dark matter to really truly realize itself, which what I said in the last episode, the universe realizing itself, it must implode. It must go through, undergo through involution. It must involve itself in its creation. It must become so involved in in itself that it must go through the bullshit called time. It must go, go through the bullshit called humanity. It must go through the bullshit called what? Childhood, adolescence or yeah, teen uh, puberty, adolescence, adulthood, going through the shit called life. Getting hit with stress. Getting hit with events here, 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 boom. Getting hit with shit that going through the process of illusions, going through the process of ignorance, going through the process of heartache, pain, 
crying, long nights without sleep, going through the process, death, going, living in hoods, living in hoods to where you step out on your door, you best believe you better not look at a nigga past two seconds. I know, I know we, I know we don't want to, I know niggas don't really want to get into that shit, but what we've gone through as niggas is fucking trauma for you to think. And this is not, this is not the harp on slavery and all this shit and like black history. Cause it is history. It is written in quote unquote, unquote time. But to have gone through that for our ancestors to have known that back then and still wrote it to have known that back then, because the closer you are to source, the less tainted you less tainted you are. So like what we've heard many a time before, Kemet being the what? The spiritual mouthpiece of Africa, right? That's where people across the world, everywhere across the world, especially Europe and Asia came to learn about spirituality came to learn about shit beyond humanity came to and came to learn about enlightenment higher knowledge something deeper than this thing we call life for them to have known that back then for us to have gone through it for us to have still been going through it to understanding of the fall all of that shit was necessary in order for you to know to know yourself. So for melanin to know itself, meaning dark matter is the universe. It must be in a fucking box. This this construct that we live in today, it's not just one country. But to get off the humanity. The spiritual aspect is the real war, which is why I started off saying unconditional love. Most of us don't know that because the trauma that we've gone through has put us in separation, which separation is the illusion, which why a lot of us have gone through the process of thinking that separation is the norm or separation is the way it's supposed to be. Not only has your house been divorced or you have seen relationship after relationship after relationship fail, fail, fail. Not only people around you, but you yourself for you to think that's normal because you've seen it. Going through all of that. So in order for you to involve yourself in your creation, you have to go through certain conditions. So we confuse go through the process of since it's so so much of a norm we confuse conditions with what laws rules and equate it with what we see on the outside right instead of understanding what's on the inside which means which is basically what was stripped from you as a child you always i always go back to this because what that was when that was when you were your most potent that was when you were your most powerful, right? You just came from something not human. You weren't trapped. You were free. And even at your birth state, even at your closest to that state, even in a human body, you still exercised the mindset of a God, of a creator, generator, operator, destroyer. 
I am the beginning, the middle, and the end of my creation. There is nothing beyond me. There is nothing that I cannot create. There is nothing that can create beyond me. There is nothing that my imagination cannot create for me or I can use my imagination to create for myself. Meaning, my desires, my wants, and my needs, I do not have to look outside of myself for them. They're right fucking here. What the fuck do you think, again, a movie, Wizard of Oz was about? What did she tell her at the end? You, what, you, you didn't have to go any farther than yourself. But it took the journey to know that. That's what we're doing here. But what I, what I started off this saying again, unconditional love. The only form of unconditional love that goes beyond humanity is your spirit. It is your spirit. Most people will label it as your higher self, the higher you, uh, pretty much the highest version of you, right? Excuse me. That version of you that is beyond this, but that which animates you, right? That which is above you seeing what you're going through and knowing that, knowing what you're capable of. I don't know if I, I, there was there was this scene there was this scene in Vikings. I don't know if any of you watched it's, it's on Hulu. It was on the History Channel, but I think Hulu bought it out or however they do that shit contracts or whatever. But it's on Hulu. And. Of course, it's about the Vikings. It's, a, it's, it's about the Nordic uh, culture. And it's uh, which is our shit anyway. Um, and it's about one of the sagas that deals with Ragnar Loth, Loth, Lothbrok. Lothbrok, right? And it's about pretty much this dude who... I'm going to just give you a synopsis. It's, a, it's about this dude who has a vision, right? And we all know the Vikings for, you know, being able to raid, you know, pretty much raiding and just like pillaging. And they're known for like, you know, long red hair, spears, axes, just fucking shit up. Whatever, wherever we want to go, we're taking it over. Boom. <laughs> Done deal. That, that's us. And there and it's but it deals with the, the period of the Vikings in terms of, um, they were at a point to where Ragnar was seeing that we're only raiding our neighbors. We're only raiding. And of course you want to see it in there. Just, just, just to put it right there. We're only raiding other poor white people, poor white trash, pretty much. We're not getting any jewels. We're not getting any gold out of it. We're raiding lands that can't even produce, which he was really focused on agriculture, farming, the next generation, pretty much like, all right, we can get all these jewels, but can we grow food? Can we feed our families, right? We're doing all of this just to come back to here and we don't we can't even eat here. So, he pretty much has the vision of going west and west and west, right? And he has connections that, you know, show him that there's land to the west. Not really leading him there, but just telling him, yeah, there's shit outside of your home. And so of course, the whole show is the progression of like, all right, we're the Vikings. 
we can fuck shit up. We already know we can fight. We already know we can take over land. Let's do something bigger, right? And that's what the whole show is, like progressing pretty much through that whole saga, particularly Ragnar's uh, vision of how we as Vikings must go to the West in order to not just survive, but we must we must evolve past just this place or else we're just going to be written in the history books as just oh, just some little civilization that used to, you know, raid their neighbors. So over the course, there's an episode, right? of Ragnar's brother who was constantly jealous of him, right? And they go through their bullshit, right? And Ragnar goes, or his brother named Rolo goes through this whole process of, you know, throughout the show, he's against his brother for his brother, against his brother for his brother, right? And there was a point where he was against his brother, got punished, and he really had to earn his brother Ragnar's acceptance back into his life. You know, you gotta earn my trust again, right? Just like with anything, you know what I'm saying? And so he goes back into this period, right? And of course, they, this is during during the period where, okay, he trusts his brother again or whatever, and they actually go towards more and more west. And then there's a failed there's a failed raid that they have, right? And of course, there's this dude. There's this in all anxious societies. There were most anxious societies, rather. There were people called seers, and particularly in the Viking Norse mythology and Norse culture, it was they were seers, which basically this dude, if you see it in the show, he didn't have eyes, right? He couldn't see, which is, of course, reflecting he only sees with his pineal gland and he deals with the gods, right? The the energies, the principles that are beyond uh, this human realm, but you can use in this realm, right? And he can really speak to like, you know, Freya, Frigg, Loki, uh, Odin, Thor, all, all of the gods in Nordic mythology, right? Get into that shit. Like that's our shit. Really get into that shit. Especially, especially, especially if you have a, a, a mind, a mind towards war. Like if you really like, if you're, if not to get locked into Nordic mythology like this is me. This is yes. Oh, yes. But in terms of their 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 culture was about war. Now, of course, their their mythology is correspondent to our shit because, of course, their shit was ours. Right. We were the first everything. But at the same time, it's just in a different environment. Right. But in terms of how they acted it out. Yes, it's warlike. But. Uh, what I was saying was in, in this in this uh, process, Rolo goes to the seer and he's like pretty much like, well, what the fuck else do I have to live for? Right. Like we're, we're pretty much at a uh, not not a stalemate, but a halt right now. Like, what the fuck are we doing? We're the Vikings and we, we, we couldn't raid like like, you know, I'm really feeling down on myself. Like what what's going on? And the, and the seer was like, if you only knew what the gods have in store for you, you would go down to the beach and dance naked, right? This is what he told Rolo, right? Which of course means like, you know, keep the faith, trust in yourself. There's something, there's something beyond now. Like if you don't have faith and trust in yourself now, how are you, how are you, or really not even saying it on that point. He's really saying it in a sense of encouragement, like, like, uh, like if you like, 
like the 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 opposing side of like what I was saying earlier. Like if in a fight or like if you didn't get off your punches or whatever, like or like or somebody is being snuck up upon. Little did he know that he was about to get his ass beat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like little did he know, like bro, his his face was about to damn look damn flat as a pancake, bro. Damn nose smushed into his damn occiput. <laughs> his damn cerebellum. Like, bro, his nose and cerebellum is touching right now, man. Like, like the but the the encouraging side, the, the the encouraging side of that meaning, like, if you only knew, I can see what you don't see, pretty much. That's what I was talking about with unconditional love spirit, right? Which is what this is what I was. This is why I was saying unconditional. Because conditions are order. Conditions are structure, not rigid, but pretty much the square, right? As a man dealing with the four, which four is the number of the foundation, security, 10 toes down, right? The number one also deals with that, which is what? Looks like the, the, the obelisk, the Washington Monument, which is the erect penis of who? Osar, Osiris, the Allfather Odin right same corresponding right but dealing dealing with that what was i saying right yeah unconditional love that's that's what conditions deal with unconditional is the feminine like this is this is where you get that this is where niggas in tiktok you see these niggas in tiktok and uh, on Instagram Reels, you can see it. And it was an audio going around at some point, probably still going around around right now with some girl. It may have been Maury. It may have been Jerry Springer, Steve Wilkos, one of them too. And may have been one of them or reality too. Whatever the audio came from. And the dude was asking her, like, you still going to stick with this dude? And the woman's like, no, I'm, I'm, yep. That's my man or whatever. I'm, I'm going to stick beside him. That's unconditional love. Like no matter what, I'ma be with him. That's what that's what a lot of the '90s songs were about. Now, hey, I'm not. Hey, I'm. Look, opinions are opinions. You got your own view. You got your own perspective. I ain't saying that's the favorite. I ain't saying that shit the best. But that that was what most of it was about. Love, like, like no matter what. Just listen. You wanna listen to? You wanna? You wanna know what I'm talking? Just listen to SWV. Listen to SWV and cut close. Listen to them two niggas or groups groups of trois femmes de, de gite. Three three women. Three women speaking about I love you. That no matter what, you will be with me. I will be with you together. We will conquer the world. Pretty much that's what sums it up. Unconditional love, right? So dealing with the human experience. You deal with fucking up. You deal with mistakes. You deal with the process of what? Shame, guilt, dealing with these feelings, these emotions of like, man, fuck, am I going in the right direction? God damn, why, why am I going through all of this shit? I only ask to go to this. I only ask for this. Is all of this shit necessary? Like, or or dealing with the, the fact like, man, feeling down on yourself, depressed, anxious, frustrated with yourself even in spirituality like impatience like what i talked about on the lap in the process just going through the process setting your intent hell yeah boom day one hell yeah day two man i'm still at it day three man they can't nothing stop me boom day four 
you get triggered. Man, fuck that nigga. Like, just ready to damn, just go, just ready to go off on everybody and anybody. Triggered. And then you go through the process. Ah, I was triggered, man. All right, boom. Then you go through the point of like, man, fuck, man. Unconditional love is no matter what your human condition is, no matter what your human experience is, no matter how bad you think it is for yourself, you have something in store for you. Nobody has something in store for you. There's no God outside of yourself like, oh, my God, oh, my creation. Oh man, oh I'ma just pick you up and I'ma just put you on here like like you some damn pawn on a damn checkers or chessboard. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever. You are in control of you. You choices, causes and effects. But your spirit is that which animates you to go through this process to lead you to your high a higher version, a higher and higher and higher version of yourself. Vibrating higher. The, the the slower your vibration, the slowest vibration is humanity. That's why you had to drop down to the bottom to realize the top. If you were always at the top, there would be no need for you to understand the bottom. The top of the food chain only understands it's the top of the food chain because it knows that there's something weaker than it. There's something that cannot escape its natural skills, its natural instincts, its grasp, whatever skills it has, whatever it has evolved to be to climb that chain. Right. So unconditional love is spirit. Which which reflects the feminine energy. Why? How does spirit speak through you? Through feelings, through emotions, through hunches, through urges, through the gut feeling oh man i nope that don't feel right nope it's, it's something about it just, it just don't feel right something beyond logic beyond rationale which if you think about it something think about the last time that you've had a gut feeling and you've actually been right doesn't that doesn't that make you feel like the most powerful being like you don't have to explain you don't have to write a report. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to break down and do bullet points and just just the whole patriarchal man thing. Like, don't get me wrong. Man has his place. But doesn't that feel good to not have to explain yourself? Like, 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 just to keep it real, if you go, if you go through arguments, you go through debates and you get to the point to where, like, I don't I don't need to like. Have you ever been at that point? Ask yourself. Have you ever been at that point to where you've been arguing with a certain person or whatever and you've gone through an experience to where like you elevate beyond that certain perspective? Like I need to be going back and forth with this nigga or whatever. But it's that that situation presents itself to you again. And you go through the process of actually starting to go back and forth and you stop midway and be like, you know what? Nope don't need to do it you right yep yep i understand yep no 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 no, no. I, I understand no no no. yep you, you're right i understand yep correct correct the moon though yep yep right along with you even going so far as to explain more explain your side i don't have to defend myself defending yourself is a part of the explanation 
defending yourself is a part of the validation, verifying, justifying. Through that explanatory process, that is that links you down to humanity. Why? Because dealing with social social so, just social programming and just, just the so, the idea behind all right we must do this guys guys get in line lips and hips guys quiet now no no some people want to hear this what you literally what you learned about in high school elementary school middle school even college going through these all of these environment guys quiet now we're not we're not going to we're not going to go further until until you guys be quiet. Gentlemen, if if you can't be quiet, you can have that conversation out in the hallway. Shit like just just rules, laws and all this shit in general is fucking just that's stress in itself. Like don't get me wrong, it's order to have like to put yourself in a position to where like all right, I need a routine. I need to work towards something. This is a goal. There are steps to goals. We are in time. Therefore, I must have structure. I must plan. I must prepare for what I for that which I aim to align with, vibrate with. Right. And so there is a place for order. Don't get me wrong. There is a place for logic and rationale. Don't get me wrong. But when it comes to spirituality, you feel the most powerful in the place where you don't have to explain yourself. So unconditional love from your spirit when don't go, don't go this way. Eat pizza. Yes, you're yes. Yes, you're vegan. Yes, you're vegetarian. Go to Pizza Hut. Go to Papa John's. Go sit your ass down in CC's and grab the cinnamon pizza. Yes, don't get the water cup. Go mix some damn Mountain Dew <laughs> with some pink lemonade right the fuck now. Not, don't, don't ask no question. Just do it. And you go on the other side and you realize why you went that way, bruh. The more and more you the more and more you familiarize yourself with that language, the more and more you familiarize yourself and you accept that as a part of your life, not as a not only as a part of your lifestyle, as your mindset. You you feeling like you need to explain and justify your shit is putting you in that what that beginning stage of your humanity let me say that again you needing to justify and explain yourself is putting you in that beginning stage of your humanity why and why what did i say the most the closer you are to the source of it of whatever it is the more potent it is right like what I said in the last minute, like the more potent the information and knowledge that you're going to gather is source information from the source, not playing telephone. The closer you can get to the source is the most potent, original, untainted. Right. But dealing with humanity, the beginning of your humanity started when you were told, no, you can't do that. No, you can't go there. No, you have to be home before the streetlights come on. No, or by the streetlights coming on. No, you cannot eat that. No, you can't. You can't talk to her. No, you can't talk to him. No, you can't do that. Just the, just the, just the two letters. No. 
being a creator, being a God and incarnating into humanity. Having the natural mindset to where everything is yes at my command. And you get a fucking no consistently, constantly, and there's nothing you can do about it as a child. Because what? This is made up of ga gathering resources. You must have money. You must have a job. You must have not. You must have a GED. You must have a master's. You must have a bachelor's in this. You must be at least 18. Helpless. <laughs> Helpless as a fucking child. So to be told no that at the beginning, that is the beginning, that is the start where you started to feel the most frustrated. That is the source. That is the source. So that was when you started to explain yourself. So when you were free and acting chaotically in class, free with your friends, making jokes, being a class clown, chewing bubble gum and popping it loud, not giving a fuck, <laughs> not taking notes. Just just doing your own thing while you're at school. Then all of a sudden you get a call home. Or not even a call home. You get a strike or a demerit from your teacher. Then you feel like, okay, since I'm being called out, why is everybody else not being called out? That's where your explanations, justifications, your 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 helplessness starts. So in order to deal with that, you have to deal with that part of you that needs no explanation. That instinctual, intuitive part of you, that imaginative part of you, because you don't look. Even if look, just to keep it real. Your imagination. Which is how you get the fuck out of this, your your visualization. You, I walk by faith and not by sight. That's what that means. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence, the evidence of things not seen. Just take that portion alone, the evidence of things not seen. Even without my two eyes, like the seer and Vikings, I still fucking know. I don't have to, I don't have to describe how it looks. I don't have to tell you how it sounds. I don't even have to tell you what it tastes like, how it how it feels. I know. And not to prove to anybody else, but rather you're proving it to yourself. Because remember, there's two there's two sides to you that's going on that. That's the war. It's your spiritual side versus your human side. The only battle that you should be fighting, the only thing that you should be trying to not eliminate, but put in its fucking place is your fucking ego, is your fucking humanity. Putting it in its place because no matter how long you live, you're still going to be a human until you die. So you can't getting rid of humanity, killing humanity is is pretty much a cop out. Because it would be suicide. That's how you would get rid of humanity. That's how you would get rid of the human voice. Just kill yourself. Just take a steak knife. 
cut from one side of your neck to the other one. Just go ahead and do it. But that's the cop out. The true, the true, the true warriors, the true gods understand what that is and is not afraid of his voice, understands the voice of the ego, understands the voice of humanity, seeks to understand why the fuck I chose to be a human. What part of humanity in me must I dis dispel? What part of the illusion must I dispel within myself and deal with that conversation every single fucking day? How do I deal with it? Reprogramming my mind, getting back in touch with my imagination, my intuition, my creative abilities, my mindset of there's nothing that can stop me. Not no fear, not no doubt, not no past relationship, not how my mama treated me. Forgive her. Not how my daddy treated me. Forgive him. Not how my siblings, no matter how. That's why I was saying earlier. That's why we had to go through every single fucking thing. Slate, skin, skin, being lynched, skin, being made in the purses, shoes. Still got pictures of it to this day being tossed across the web. Niggas getting raped. Motherfucker. Sons fucking their mothers in front of the master. What? else could you possibly go through what else could you possibly go through worse as a nigga that's what our ancestors knew in order to know yourself 10 toes down fresh from the start okay we the niggas we the best but this can't last there's we're going to have to go through some bullshit what else could you possibly go through that could be worse than what you've already gone through Niggas getting raped by their family members. Let's just keep it real. Nobody likes likes to talk about this. There's niggas that I've that I've seen, just me personally, even in the quote unquote conscious community, that have come out and said, "My mother molested me. My daddy fingered me." Just keeping it real. We're not. We're, this shit is. Nobody likes nobody likes to talk about it. why because it creates discomfort. Discomfort is a feeling you must deal with no matter what. It's an emotion you must deal with. In order to come into light, you must deal with it. You went through it. It happened. And in order for you to deal with it, you must familiarize yourself with unconditional love. Unconditional love is represented by what? Four, the heart chakra, right? The fourth chakra, if you're dealing with seven chakras, the middle point, the middle point. That's why Jesus on the cross was nailed in his hands and in his feet. Four. Two feet, two hands. But even if you want to deal with three, one on the bottom and two on the sides. That's still with three being creativity. I must be crucified. Over and over and over again. Programming into myself, mother, woman, child, mother, woman, child, the family. The family of my mind. That is what I'll die for. That is what I'm here for, to understand, 
not just the masculine, the mother, not just the understand the father, to understand the childlike mind. Because the mother and father were children at one point. That's why you you've seen this in a lot of fucking movies. For example, I don't know if y'all get in the bond. Of course, yes. Okay, we can get on white supremacy showing okay like you know jack reacher um you know always wanting a white hope always wanting to show the white man as a as a you know superior figure superman we can get in all of that but plenty of niggas done talked about that it's beyond human shit but you want to see it in movies you see that for example, in Skyfall, Skyfall dealt with James Bond going into the uh, he he dealt he had to deal with his not only his earlier days as a spy, but also his childhood. That movie dealt with him going back to his home, which he was, of, of course, left an orphan. Or the girl with the dragon tattoo, which is a crime series uh in swedish there's three there's three movies on it three main movies before they started making the american versions but the the main movies the girl with the dragon tattoo the girl who played with the fire the girl who kicked the hornet's nest mikhail blankfist who is a journalist who pretty much exposes a lot of people corrupt you know getting away with murder and siphoning you know money you know laundering money and shit like that and of course he's hired to become a you know, a journalist for this, for this, uh, for this, this, not tycoon, but this rich, rich, rich family who just so happened his nurse or his niece, his niece, uh, went missing on the day of the parade across a bridge, which, and his family is, he doesn't trust his family, which he has a big family, which just so happened the dude, Mikhail, he was babysat by the girl that he was hired to look for and throughout the whole series well that movie especially he's going back into his childhood he's always flashing back to his childhood when he was babysat the good memories the bad memories bond in the same movie he had to understand my dad was my mom and daddy was an orphan oh this this was where i went at home you see this in a lot of movies where it's they flash back to their childhood. They flash back either to a strong moment in their childhood or a weak moment in their childhood in order to gain power, to remember, yes, this is where I've been, but this is where I'm going to be. This is what I'm going to become. So, yes, I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm going to end it with that. Um, unconditional love, right? Unconditional love. The unconditional love comes from your spirit. And the more and more you're in tune with your spirit, your higher self, whatever you want to fucking call it, that which animates you, that that which speaks in your mind. Oh, man, I knew that was right, man. I, I knew to go that way. Why didn't I go that way? The more and more you trust that aspect of yourself, of your mind, the more and more you understand the feminine, the more and more you understand the source, the more and more you understand and that's that's the thing 
because that's why the media and everything is so built towards pulling on what your heartstrings, your emotions, your just pulling you because your emotions is your energy in motion. So that's why a lot of shit is set up just for you to feel the way that it is designed for you to feel because what is to feel? What what should I what would I do? If I could the Tin Man. Scarecrow is the consciousness. The lion, the or the higher mind. The lion was the three lower chakras dealing with your human shit. But the middle point was in order for me to deal with the lower and the top. I must be able to feel if I can, if I, if I don't understand feelings, I cannot connect with anyone, not even myself. This is why the Jesus doctrine, this is why the original, what the Gnostics were talking about, really living the shit, not, not this whole, this, this nigga walked the, the earth, the mythology, the story, this is what it represented. This is why I was teaching compassion, empathy, because you can only have compassion and empathy for others if you've shown that to your fucking self. If you've shown that to yourself, like I went through this, I fucked up, I didn't know any better. I only acted out based on what I knew. If you understand this side of yourself and you constantly Every single fucking time it comes up, no matter what, I'm going to love myself. I'm going to understand that was a part of the process. I would not be here today. You are the summation of all the days behind you. What else could you fucking be? What else could you fucking be but what you went through? Not the product of your environment. Not all these bullshit statements that they put out for you to program yourself with. Just to keep it real. What the fuck did I go through? How did I feel? How did it make me feel? After I felt that, how did I respond to it? What similar circumstances in my life were like this? Do I feel the same way? Do I still react the same way? What the fuck can I do about it now? It ain't about it ain't a, it ain't about asking nobody what what it ain't about going. Now, of course, yes, a part of the process is apologizing. A part of it is saying sorry. A part of it is hugging, embracing, getting back in touch. You know what I'm saying? Loving, getting in contact with your mother, your father, your siblings. I didn't mean it. You know what I'm saying? Whatever your path is. But that's compassion. And the only way you can have it is if you have unconditional love for yourself. If you are not familiar with that voice, if you are not familiar with that aspect of yourself, you will constantly feel like everything is a fucking threat. Everything is out to get you. I have to look over my shoulder. There's something coming for me always. Whatever I achieve, there's something always trying to take my spot. Whatever I need, want, and desire, I have to fight for it. I have to struggle for it. 
have to toil for it. If you keep thinking like that, there is no progress. What I said earlier, stagnant fucking water. And that shit stinks. <laughs> that shit fucking stinks. <laughs> I can't stress that enough. That shit stinks. There are smells worse. But there's a whole lot of shit that smells better than that shit. <laughs> Unconditional love, man. Like, that's... It can't be found anywhere but in yourself. And it speaks through the feminine aspects of yourself. How do you feel? Your gut feeling. That which does not require knowledge, justification, rationale. If you are not in touch with how you feel at any given moment. You're going to be you're going to what? Have an overemphasis on the masculine, which is what? Logic, rationale, trying to explain everything. Trying to break everything down. And this is where you get a lot of niggas. This is where you get a lot of people on YouTube. On TV. In the media. Trying to collect information. Just for the sake of putting another nigga down. Collecting information. Reading knowledge, getting into something. Oh, yes, this is good. Just to debate somebody, just to argue with somebody, just to prove somebody wrong. What the fuck does that even do? That bitch, that nigga that you wanted to fight in high school, you didn't get to fight him. Every time you think about it, if only I would have just gave him a two piece. If only I could pull that bitch hair out. What the fuck does it do for you now? Like none of that shit even matters, bro. Like. It fall, let that shit fall by the wayside. And how do you do that? Releasing it through unconditional love for yourself. You have to release putting conditions, overemphasizing conditions. Now, of course, yes, boundaries are, are part of the process of loving yourself. Once you understand what you need, what you desire, what you want, what your, what your purpose is, what your spirit is leading you towards. You're going to have to set up some, not traps. You're going to have to set some, in order for me to take part in this, I need you to do this. Reciprocity, a cycle, not something that's one directional. What is one directional? Masculine. Again, this is not me saying, again, just fuck the masculine. <laughs> fuck niggas. Not even spreading that niggas ain't shit rhetoric. This is dealing with energy. This is dealing with something beyond the physical. This is dealing with thought patterns. Limiting beliefs. Fucking cages. Limits on how you think. Limits on what you think you can achieve. But not what you think you can achieve. What you deserve. This is why, and I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, we gonna end with this. This is why the root chakra deals with I'm safe, I'm secure, I can take care of my own needs. Do I have to look outside of myself for my needs? Do I have to fight for my needs? Because, because when you feel like you have to fight for something, 
when you feel like you just have to just keep debating, keep arguing, keep punching, keep throwing fists everywhere. When you feel like you keep having to do some, do that. Some part of you feels like you don't deserve it. Or you've been made to believe by external influences. I must not deserve this. I want it, but something is telling me I don't deserve this. So I have to fight to keep it. You don't have to fight to get what you deserve. You just have to be that which you deserve. See it in your mind, whatever it is. I'm strong. I am strong. I am strong in every situation. Not because weak is being wrong, but strength is how a God works itself out, works his power out. Not by force. Not by um, dictatorship, shit like that. Exercising strength in a situation. No matter what I go through, I can stay strong. Not trying to replace, quote unquote, I'm using for example, a woman. Not trying to, a strong black woman is not an independent black woman. And I'm not trying to really keep going into the social shit because I'm not trying to tell niggas what they should do. But just the energy of it and the conversation behind it. A strong black, and I'm only speaking on femininity, the feminine energy. A strong black woman is not an independent black woman. But a, a black woman who's independent and can think for herself knows what man she deserves. Knows what she knows, what she needs, what she wants, what she needs to feel secure is accepting of guidance. Therefore, she's not trying to be too overly independent to what you know what I'm going to be the man and the woman. That's why what I was saying and that's why. Ignorant of it. Niggas have gone through that because that's what it was. Everybody was forced into. Most niggas see that. That's the situations. That's the circumstances. Your daddy not in the house. I got to do everything. If I'm not getting child support from him, I got to do everything. The relationship didn't work out. I got to do everything. So it's an overemphasis. You're in You're You're here to understand you're here to understand the other side of you compliment because there's no there's no there's no coincidence that you that you chose to be a fucking gender. You are to understand that other half of you, not because there's a void in you, not because you you constantly need something to fill you. You constantly, you know, like like overeating, you constantly just need a fill. A, a fix every single fucking time It's just a part of your path But that is a part of The path Understanding the spectrum A man can under A man cannot understand what a man Is unless he has something To unless he has something to prove Himself for A woman does not Understand a woman cannot Understand who she is unless she has Something to support She is automatically the receiving end. But if she is not open to something willing to give to her, give her what she needs, she can't understand herself. A man, if he if he is not prepared 
to deal with an emotional woman, someone who feels by nature. If he is not prepared to deal with something that's not supposed to go out here and be fighting everybody. Who's not built for stress like he is. If he's looking for himself, go fuck another nigga in the asshole. Just keep it real. Which is which you've heard, which is a form of I, I remember uh, Phil Valentine touching on this, a form of narcissism. But which, like I said early, early on, like forces uh, repel basic science, basic chemistry, basics, fundamentals. The fundamentals are the closest thing to the source. The more complex you, you try to make shit, the more try, the more you try to explain shit again, the more you try to unpack shit. Don't get me wrong. There is there is a part of the process of teaching, explaining, breaking shit down so people can understand, take from it what they need, get a lot and take. what well, oh, yeah, I heard that. Boom. I don't need to listen to all that. Or I didn't I don't need to remember all that. Boom. That's what I needed. That's that's. That's a form of individuality and and adding on to creativity. Individuality is five. Creativity is three. Five plus three is eight. Eight is what? The symbol for infinity. Eternal. This is what you dealt with in Suicide Squad, the starfish. Out of that central eye came a whole bunch of just seeds. Little mini starfish. Out of that one, many. But we're, we're going to get off of that. Um, just unconditional love. Unconditional love for yourself. That's how you grow. That's how you die. That's how you die. That's how you die. That's all this is about. Getting out of here. Preparing to not come back. Not because you're scared of here. Like Earth is the Earth is the worst place you can come to in terms of humanity and the lowest form of vibration, but not being. Like, oh, man, I just got to get the fuck out of here without understanding why. Like I said earlier, that you want to get out of here, just kill yourself. <laughs> just, just stick it right in your heart. Right in the back of your throat, take a gun right to the head. But this is for those niggas that are trying to understand why. And are trying to listen to themselves. Because you are the one that wakes up to you every single day. You are the one that has to go to sleep every single day. You are the one in the bed. Escaping sleep. Postponing sleep. Scrolling through Instagram. Social media. Just to escape the thoughts that you have in your mind. Out of all the work. You done ate for the day. You done got in the shower. You done dealt with the, dealt with the people at work. You're in the bed now, under your covers, plush pillows, thoughts come in your head. Who Whose thoughts are those? Unconditional love for yourself is how you deal with whatever, whatever you got going on, whatever you feel in yourself, whatever you see in yourself, whatever you find out about yourself. That's how you deal with it. That's how you interface with it. That's how you approach it. And that's how you go beyond it. No matter how long it takes to get out of it no matter how long the process is remember for you what however whatever stage you came into 
being conscious or awoke, aware of yourself, aware of what you need to do, aware of you need to understand yourself. You need to put effort, that much effort in. You need to reprogram that much effort into yourself because you were going years upon years, situation after situation. Just look at how much shit can happen within a month. Look at how much shit can happen within a week. That's why everybody lives for the weekend. I can't wait till fucking Friday and Saturday. Sunday, oh my God. Well, fuck, I gotta go back to work on Monday. But goddamn, when I get off work on Friday, shit. Get past this rush hour traffic, shit. What the fuck we doing tonight? Saturday, I ain't gotta work, shit. We might goddamn throw us a damn day party. What the fuck? Why do you, cause it's a lot of, it's, a, it's experience after experience after experience. Emotion after emotion after emotion. How much do you think that shit is programmed into you? You must love yourself unconditionally. Which is why every all of which is why in every one of our cultures, we emphasize the divine feminine, specifically the great mother. Because there's nothing like a mother's love. No matter no matter if your mother didn't love you, you still understand a mother's love. You've heard it. A mother's love. There's nothing like it. Yes, your dad can hug you. Yes, your dad can kiss you on the forehead. I love you, little Nick. Love you, son. Love, love you, baby girl. That's love, too. That is love, too. We're not taking away from us men. But a woman's love, a mother's love, there's nothing like it. There's no safe feeling. There's no security like a woman, a mother's love. That's the only way you can get out of this shit. If you do not love yourself, who the fuck will? Who the fuck has to love you? Just to keep it real. Let, let's just get out of here. The unconditional, unconditional love. Love, love, love yourself. Unconditionally love yourself. No matter what. 